0: We are recording and we are live, uh, welcome to a steroid love story podcast, Canadian version, sometime English, sometime French, with BLP, and we have here again our favorite guest, because it's the only guest that came so far, but I have a lot of great guests coming, trust me bro, people from Cad Lab, well-known drug guru all over the world, Brazil, Australia, Name it all, it's going to be awesome. We have once again the steroid coach with us from uh, steroidsource.ca. Exactly, um, that's our main sponsor, and shall be the only sponsor we have ever. But uh, I want to say that uh, a CBD company approached us.
1: Oh, okay.
0: we'd like to be a sponsor for. Uh, for you guys and I don't know. I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. I, I, I it's, it's kind of dwelling in my mind. I have no clue. I, I like CBD. I've done it a few times. Um, I think we're gonna do a, an entire show eventually on yep. CBD and THC because I think it's an yep. area of your specialty and not mine. But uh, today we'll, we'll we have a couple of plan and topics, yep. with, uh, Rich and. Uh, what we could say you're you're a steroid coach and you've been in the industry for what like like me like almost 20 years
1: is it um not as long as you know um 10 years solid that i've been doing this like, yeah
0: but i mean working out training
1: oh man 32 years yeah so exactly i, I started when i was 11 years old you know um and you know, I always knew ever since I was a kid that I was gonna do it's so weird because even before knowing that this could attract women or whatnot and stuff like that, I was always naturally inclined to in anything I ever did, when I was the fastest, I could jump the highest, do the most push-ups and all that shit. And so that's why at one point when I started lifting and progressing so quickly, like I thought I was gonna be a natural professional. You know, and that was really my goal. And I was always really against gear. Um, but I didn't know anything about it. You know, at that point, you just um, pretty much as a kid, like all oh, drugs are bad because you haven't used any, you know. You were doing your legs at 11 years old, like squat and stuff, or? I joined the gym when it was to the point that the bar, cause I had to pick up the bar from the ground and put it on my shoulders to do squats. And the most I could put on the bar was like 185 pounds or something. That's pretty heavy, man. At 11 years old. Not a, I was not not at 11. I think I joined the gym at uh, at 16 because I you couldn't be in a gym if you yeah remember.
0: you can. It was, I tried one time to bring my half brother when he was yeah. 14 15 and he he told me no. But
1: I he, couldn't wait. Oh, I could not wait to be in a gym. You know, I had. Looked forward to this for so long i've been training in the basement for five years man like and i didn't even have a bench press at first you know i was bench pressing on the floor and probably doing like a you know full body uh, multiple times a week um but it didn't matter like you know it worked and i i was stand out i remember people like saying oh look at this guy's got tits and they would like touch my pecs because it started to show you know um and i was always kind of proud of that but um I don't know because nobody else back then did it, so I was really stand out. I mean, an alien, a real alien. We're old alien, but we're still alien. Well, I remember going to a football practice and literally finishing every drill before everyone else. I had time to finish, stop, and watch them. You know, come and finish. And that's what yeah, you had,
0: you had, but well you, you're. If I'm not mistaken, your dad was a military or something, so you <laughs> yeah. had like genetic background of, you know, commitment, motivation, <laughs> stuff
1: like um, that. I've been do- like, you want to talk about that? Yes, actually, my dad. I uh, love hate affair with this. Um, he had me cleaning, like doing house chores, since the age of five or six. Like I was, I was doing house vacuuming and dusting at the age of six. And, um, well, you yeah. know what they say huh? They say that it makes kids very smart. I believe in that. I believe in that. Like, uh, there was no, like messing around, like, you know, our beds were made and I, I've been doing my own laundry since, you know, early teen and even making my own lunches. I think when I was in elementary school, because I would take my bike, <laughs> I would take my bike, to school, which is a few kilometers, and I would run five kilometers every day before school. Imagine that, you know? It's like uh, I was I've always been like when I think about it like a loner. I mean, I would just avoid taking the bus. I'd get up before everybody, man, and just how the things change sometimes when you think about it, you know. <laughs> uh, but that put me in a mindset can,
0: can you can you label yourself as a, a geeky bodybuilder you know like more like a, you love bodybuilding but within an intellectual approach Could you, because me i perceive it you that way so i don't know if i'm
1: right or wrong but is it is it a label that you okay with i would say so because uh ever since i had magazines back in the day i would and I actually regret throwing these out. I I just got tired of having to bring them every move with me. You know they're heavy, but um, muscle Which media, magazine? muscle media two thousand. That was a great one. Yeah. If anybody out there remembers Muscle Media two thousand, actually, this is a good topic. I could talk about Muscle Media two thousand forever. The very first article I ever read in that magazine, I was hooked until they became what they you know they they changed their 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 they goals to dollars he makes shit a lot of money with that uh, oh yeah of money course Body for life and- yeah that that that's when they started changing but that first article what they did was um they paid a pro bodybuilder and it was david dürth after all it took me forever to find this out did he T- die yes uh, no um he's always on facebook and he's always like out of the hospital because listen david partied a lot in his days and he i think he has trouble with painkillers a lot of these guys you know have those issues and he just can't get out of that circle he's always um he's always in harm's way it seems when it comes to health and i he may have died, and you know what, if, if he's not dead, I hate to say it, it um, doesn't look good for him. Um, but what they did, they paid him. It seemed like a lot of money back then, $2,000. I remember thinking like, wow, $2,000, that's so much money, it's nothing now. $2,000 for a no-holds-barred interview. And um, he laid out his cycle everything that he was using and he talked about gay for pay and this was the first time i ever got information on this and um, he died at 56
0: it was the twelfth august
1: 2019 yeah i knew he died yeah okay yeah rest in peace brother you're still alive with us he's with us hey he's forever the ultimate orange um spokesperson he was in those ads you mean the ultimate orange Yes,
0: Dan that was the best pre-workout. I don't know, maybe you know, maybe they do your shit today, whatever. But uh, that was oh. fun. One
1: ultimate. Think, well, it was basically you know, herbal version of ephedrine, caffeine in there. I think there's clan in it. Some people were saying, well, well, there you go. Because listen, let's let's just take a second here and think about this. Who made this, Dan Duchesne. Do you think Dan gives a shit about regulations and all that stuff? He he probably just put. You know, something in there that maybe we don't even know what it is. Well, you know, Dan was always up to something, but yeah, probably clean, probably Clint in there. And the stuff worked. And it was, um, I just never, I never, don't think I've ever used it because it was so expensive. I didn't have any money back then. Listen, I was, um, I was in high school. Wow. You know? When I first started pricing protein powder and I was like, "Wow, well, okay, two pounds there's, there's 32 servings in there. And it was 40 bucks us at the time. I was like, there's just no way. So what I would do, I would get powdered milk, and I would put as much powdered milk as, as the side would say, so let's say get 30, 40 grams of protein. But of course, with all that, there was a shit ton of lactose and sugar. Yeah. So I had non-stop. I used to add milk milk, milk. milk is not really made
0: for human consumption. I know I that I'm guilty as charged that drink too many meals when I was young, but there's a correlation of milk and... Crohn disease and stuff, so I don't know. Me, now, we use uh, rice milk and almond milk.
1: and Yes, those are very nice low-calorie placements. Actually, I just finished my chocolate milk here, the one that has uh, 18 grams of protein per cup. Very good shit for natural. Actually, um, no digestive issues whatsoever, and it's um, I drink two cups a day. Not going to kill me. I enjoy it very much. But, yeah, we're talking about Muscle Media 2000 and uh, the influence that they had. Listen, they were the first, like, if anybody out there who's maybe a bit um, younger, T Nation, if you guys know T Nation, well, yeah. T.C. Luoma, he, uh, the editor-in-chief, he used to be with Muscle Media 2000. And Charles Poliquin, actually, a lot of people who are into strength, they know that name, and uh, he used to write for them. And that's before Charles became too famous, you know. And our infamous Dan Duchesne, you know, he was associated with. Um, he had a column, and he would write. Um, I remember reading his his stories and um, stories. Um, confessions of a steroid gangster and i used to just- i
0: was i was more on the Paul check side than. Uh, oh okay yeah for me was too rough too alpha too uh, rah, 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 listen what i say fuck off <laughs> i don't know you know it's like he's he's dead now he's a legion i don't change the world of criticization and really push boundaries you know but uh, i was i was more I was I was like an hardcore steroid user with full Czech esotericism tendency. That's kind of how I start
1: somehow. Um, uh, I'll tell you what Poliquin. The only thing that he ever said that I was, he found useful was his methods of warm ups. I don't like his trainings, but I was very interested by him because he was so he was put on a pedestal by them, so he had no choice to like be interested in what he was saying. Um anyways I I always I've always had a There's beacon. five
0: there's five polling level I think do five yeah. level of is about 20 25,000 something like
1: that Yeah 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 it's it's big it's, money it's, machine. it's. but it's uh, big money. You know. Well he's doing good obviously you know <laughs> um, never since he got that gig with the some prince he trained some prince for some big money they put him on the map and um well, good for him, you know. It's not like he has bad information. I just never found his stuff good. But Paul Check, speaking of him, bro, I've always read his information, and I'm like, I just can't apply any of this shit. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's more like anthropology, <laughs> It's like, it's it's like, like
0: metaphor and archetype and the weird the weird world of <laughs> human chemistry and uh say he, he likes shamanism and he likes he likes even experiential drugs if it's okay. in a good ritual setting but uh, it's
1: pretty cool. I li- I like his
0: podcast. Man.
1: His podcast is fun. They're like three hours deep. I should uh, reconnect with him. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned him. I have totally forgot about him. I just always remember his. Um, everything he writes is like you have to be in bed by like 9 p.m. or something.
0: Like uh, but those are chronobiological patterns. It's kind of you know, he, he didn't know chronobiology. He didn't know that much in circadian. But there is something close to the rhythm of nature that could extrapolate what he was saying and applying because. Paul Czech, what's fun about him is whatever he says, he's doing it. He's very, you know, he applies it. Sure. Yeah. And uh, sometimes me, I have a lot of theory and it's still vague and ambiguous. And do I really apply it? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I tend to be more free, you know? Sure. But you, you, you tend to have more discipline. You have kind of an inner oh. discipline.
1: I am a robot, basically a monk, and you know what, I just got back into my old ways. it's like living every day is like Groundhog Day in a sense, like, you know, kind of like a, like a bodybuilder, you know? Yeah yeah, 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 I love it, man. And, uh, sex, come, yeah, yeah. World, you know? I, I, I need this because if I don't have this, like, listen, like a month ago, I wasn't training. I took a month off recently. Like our last podcast that we did, that was my last day off. And I was actually five weeks out of the gym. And uh, if I don't have the gym, Like, I don't have a reason to to eat. I just let myself get hungry, and I just don't take proper care of myself. I need that routine, that discipline, you know? So if I don't have a reason to to get up and and go out and have a special pre-workout meal and then all the meals that follow and the nap that I take and all that shit, well, my day is just uh, its kind of boring, I find, you know? But that break I took, I think I might do that once a year from now on. I might do Take a full it month. Off.
0: Take breaks. Yeah,
1: yeah, I always take a week off every twelve weeks. I don't shy of that, or maybe something a bit sooner. Something. are you
0: call it? Do you call it D or you call it what?
1: Yeah, it's my own periodization. You know, everyone has their own version on this. It's a bit like um paleo diet. Every motherfucker out there has his own version of it. But um, I yes, I do believe in a, in a light week. And that light week, it does make me change my ways that I'm kind of stuck into because whenever I go away from them, you know, I kind of lose um, gains in a sense. But um, I'm actually doing a bit more volume now. Um, Mountain Dog has inspired me a lot recently. I really like his. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This guy has a lot of volume. Anyway, it's a kind of podcast about periodization... Maybe one time we'll do it, but uh, (laughs) if you do a podcast of priorization, it's simple. We're going to bring with us Stéphane Cazot. I think he's the king. I don't know if you know him. He's in LA. He's a Quebecois. He speaks French. He's the language. He lives in LA. And he's the king in priorization, so we'll make sure he comes and have fun with us. So steroids we had a few topics you said short ester long ester pct and what's fun is me and you have very different maybe perception or data or bias or whatever so we always agree to disagree since we're <laughs> friends <laughs> since forever uh, i don't remember if we ever trained together though i've known you for like nope nope i in the gym
1: that's true. You trained at the downtown gym. Yeah. And you know me how much I hate downtown, especially during the day. So it never happened.
0: I mean, yeah. I had a personal trainer, too, for like seven years. I had the craziest personal trainer in Canada. He was like... Mike, I don't know if you're going to say even his name, but I'm not going to say his family name, but he was around 360, 380, big bar lifter that lifts like six, seven, eight plates in his peak, and he was a crazy guy, very fun and such knowledgeable. It was fun to have a personal trainer, and not I don't have a personal trainer. I just have to go at the gym on my own. It's not easy.
1: Well, that's <laughs> why I changed my routine, bro, to daytime now. I'm actually doing the opposite. I'm training after I get up after breakfast after my first meal to change the routine you know
0: yeah but me i've been natural for five years so i don't know how I, you do it uh, i've been coaching uh, coaching people for steroids i don't know has it been 10 years probably 10 years maybe even more no clue but i dabble for steroids uh, since uh it's been 20 years almost that I yeah how about you
1: I started late, and um, it was a good and a bad thing because when I started, I knew exactly how to train, exactly how to eat. And when I applied that ace card, you know, I just pulled out that ace card and it went boom, you know. And I think that's probably why I could maintain a bigger physique than many with using a a relatively low dose, in a sense, you know. Yeah. Um, had I started earlier when I was a real monk type person, the type of guy, if I was late for a meal by 15 minutes, I'd get upset, you know, and I had many, many more meals per day. I think it would have had an even bigger impact, you know. I kind of discovered them. Uh, we talked about it a bit last time, I think. I discovered partying. So that really limited the gains in a sense. But um Yeah, I party, but I never lost gain.
0: I lost maybe... You know, if I party hard, I kind of lost maybe two, three weeks of yep. ultra extreme intensity, but I could train hard and uh, yes. You know, I dabble. I don't advise anyone to do it, but I I party uh, maybe once a month for three years straight while gaining about hundred pounds. It's not all muscle, but I gain hundred pounds while partying, man.
1: Oh, yeah, you got the best of both worlds in many senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fun. I, I, I was, not, I was not a,
0: I was too much of a bodybuilder, and in my in my peak, it was too old peak. I party too much. So, but I, I think it's it's great asset as a coach because I cannot encounter someone that will do more uh, craziness and spending and and useless stuff and and, and, and almost unpredictable if that's even a word but what I mean by that is I did all the mistake possible and that made me as now a father a man of wisdom in a, in, a, in a in a dimension of a vision that I know how to do it right and I usually attract people that are very either extremely wise or extremely even more stable and calm than myself and then i bring them fun to them so there's kind of a those two double dynamic. so i was curious just asking like you as a steroid coach what kind of type client you attract what kind of a client you work with coach with uh, is it contest is it well-being is it size is it conditioning or or is this your expertise which you've been in shape for almost like your entire life. You know, yeah. me, I, had, I had a awesome shame, shape, but I only kept a few days, a few months.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, the type of people I work with the most, I've never really done the whole prep thing because I've never done a show. So people have asked me for it, but i talked myself them out of it. Cause I said, listen, I know what I would do if I would do it. I know what I'd probably tell you, but I've never done it. So why would you hire me? I just don't understand. What I would like to do is like maybe be an eye on the person, if they want me to tell them, okay, are you on point? Yes or no? I would definitely do that. But most of the people I help are.
0: I find kids nowadays—they really know what they're doing, and they just need help the last three, four weeks. I mean, if someone is really like
1: aware. I think everyone needs somebody in the last three, four weeks. Oh, yeah. That's when people lose their in mind. In the
0: end, if you have no coach, I'm listening to you guys, everyone broadcast, everyone has no coach four weeks out, is completely insane and will mess up
1: completely. Well yeah, I mean their sleep is off and everything is just off. And if they 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 need someone to to reassure them of a plan, they won't be able to make the proper decisions because people always think they're too flat. So they're going to say, oh, I want to look full. You know, this seems to be the thing. of Oh, that, that, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, well,
1: yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but this
0: is a very dangerous thing to always be 100% that you look like, you know, almost like Zayn uh, zane with veins everywhere, hardness that looks so dramatic and full. You cannot be like that a year. Jesus, makes no sense. No.
1: no, so it's a fine line between overtraining, you know, under sleeping, under nutrition, and you want to try and balance that out and somehow be lucky and peak on that given day. I mean, how many people, you know, look better, you know, days before the show or days after the show. But some of that could be, you know, the photography that people choose to, to, to place these days. You know, I think yeah they're, yeah, they're playing around with it way too much now, the the, the, the effects, you know. But um, in the end, uh, it's uh, it seems less attractive for people because you know, they're just... Um,
0: so what kind of people you attract? That so that was
1: like yep intermediates. I have a lot of intermediates and a lot of beginners. You know that's fun. That, I yes. think that you're a very great
0: guy for you know someone that's been training for thirty years and dabbles steroids for like fifteen or twenty or whatever the time it is. A very long time. It gives a good insight, awareness, and I think you've been pretty health oriented even me even me if i was a party animal i was planning recuperation oh, i was goodness. detoxing i was going at the, bro when i though, i say if you're stupid enough to do drugs you're stupid enough to go at the gym and squat 10 10
1: sets of 10 reps in about 40 minutes i never did that oh, uh, man, terrible I never. I did the, the the German volume training a long time ago, but it didn't work for me. I actually lost size. I overtrained on that. Oh, really? No. Yes. Uh, that's again. That's Poliquin. Like again, nothing he's ever given me training wise has ever really been good. I don't know why. Listen, listen, um, listen.
0: I have I have a, a wild story. We're gonna do wild story. Okay, so. I go I go and uh, let's say me when I party was about maybe two speed 3G a little bit of k uh, one two ecstasy two MDMA something like that six seven pills whatever and um, and I dance all night like 12 hours or something then I have sex for like eight ten hours you know because I was on testosterone. And blah 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 so it was easy you know and i was i was fairly young so once i sleep the day after i go gym and i do 10 sets of of squat but what i do is I, I squat 10 reps i start let's say one plate or even warm up and then one plate and then i go in the bathroom i lock myself in the bathroom and i let the nervous system express itself and what happened after the six seven sets it's like the sweat is disgusting. You feel toxic. You feel sick. And, and then it's like almost like the drugs getting out of your body. I mean, I have a lot of imagination. But anyhow, that's how it felt like. It was a ritual of I have to detox myself. And then the seven, eight, nine sets, I'm not kidding, I was sit down in the toilet almost like shaking, crying, and, and sometimes puking and blah, 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 whatever. It was like the climax of... And then the night ten set, I feel awesome. I feel like the joy. I feel almost like the the good the good serotonin dopamine of the party was coming back. And then that's how I rebound.
1: I always train arms my first session when I would come back because I had a split. It was on four days of the week, and it was centered around going out because I went out every weekend. I didn't go out once a month. Um, And uh, I'm pretty sure I would be off the next day. Then it was legs. It was after. I didn't want legs to be too close to Saturday night. So legs was always on Wednesday. And I could still squat three, three and a half plates, easy reps. Back then, it was not a problem. But you, you, when you party, you party chill.
0: You were not that. Me, when I, I didn't party a lot, but I was using a lot like a fucking maniac. But you, you were more like low dose, (laughs) very chill, very smooth.
1: I was always taking two speeds and I would probably take a GHB every three hours. Uh, And then even the night before going out, you know, at at work, I would always, I'd be on GHB at work. And well, here's what I would do. It's always a GHB between every meal and a joint after every meal. And every time I would go somewhere, I always had that shit on me and everything was pre-rolled and I had my vows ready. And then that was pretty much every day of the week, though. You know, so when I would, yeah, no, it's true though. It's true. Like back you then. do GHB for an entire week. I, I did GHB straight for years. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. <sighs> for, oh, for listen, you don't, you don't want to know how much I had. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I had a really good deal on it. It was super cheap, you know, and I would do that. I would do that shit every day. <laughs> But well, when did you stop? You didn't have withdrawal. You didn't have anything. This is what I don't understand. I read the horror stories on this stuff, Man. and uh, what happened in my case is that when I stopped, my kingdom, sort of say, crashed quickly. You know, and I just I had no more money. You know, my income just just stopped. You know what I was doing. I it just that 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 whole chapter was over. So that easy money was no longer there. So I had to stop. And um, actually, you know, like uh, at one point in time, I was even, this is further on, but when I was into coke and, um, you know, I saw the sun go up every day for three years straight. You know, Um, this is something that's kind of weird to talk about. And I've always wanted to mention this side of myself Uh, on a serious note, though, to anybody out there who's like struggling, I always wanted to like offer my, my, my help. Yeah, right,
0: man. Because I have a lot of experience, but I did GHB, but not that much. I mean, well, I have a wipe up often, but say me, it was like it was.
1: Oh, I, I find that when you party, you were very balanced and very calm. And very, <laughs> you know, oh, I was like, there every weekend, so don't forget, like it, it was no longer like that new to me, and people would tell me that a lot, but uh, um. I was having a good time. It's not like that didn't mean that I wasn't having a good time because I loved it. Like it was so much fun for me that the come down after was worth it. You know, cause I would be, I, I had a hard time with the come down. Like when the drugs wore off on Sunday, cause we go out Saturday night, you know, until the club closed till 10 AM. But if we were at stereo, that place was off. I'd often leave stereo at 2 PM on Sunday. Or we go somewhere else that will close on until Sunday at five PM. After you don't party anymore, you stop. Oh God, no! Uh, Listen, um, it's been as much as as much as I used to love this. And when I was in the scene, I would always ask myself, like, "Holy shit, am I going to be one of those old guys?" Because sometimes you see the older people in their forties and fifties, and there's it's not uncommon especially yeah, in Montreal, in Montreal yeah, yeah, yeah. to see people in their 40s and after hours. And I would finally look so old. And I'd be like, holy shit, man. Like, what am I going to be doing at, at that age? Like, I just couldn't imagine it, you know? I didn't want to. Um, and what, what happened is that, first of all, Montreal, as we all know, there's no longer amphetamine. It's, um, it's methamphetamine that's in the pills and the buzz is not the same so you know what it was really easy for me to let go of this scene yeah yeah yeah. and this is what it was quality
0: man well this is
1: what it makes you realize that it was all about the drugs one time i did the
0: speed that was medical speed i danced for like 24 hours i slept i wake up the day after and i was fine like nothing happened like just like it was so clean drugs but there's no fucked up you were as long as you, there and, you go. And uh, last time I party, I tried pills, and <laughs> I felt like you know you do an ecstasy, but you feel like you're doing LSD. Say, was it? it oh, so off. I was like, is it my health? Is it my stomach? Is it
1: no, because party? it's not ecstasy. It's all this weird shit from China. That's a. It's an analog. It's a precursor. Yeah. So what they're kind of doing, they're bringing, and the RCMP knows about this. There's nothing they can really do because it's not on the radar yet. So, the stuff that you're getting has a similarity to it, or like a research chem, 2CB stuff. You know, these things are very similar to MDMA, but yeah, they're not MDMA. So, there's a lot of new stuff out there, you know, and it's not the same. So, that's why to me, like, I would try these things and the side effects I would get, like, I was clenching my hands all night, and I can't stop. And, or I'm driving my hand to the table and it's killing my forearm. And just a very um, unclean feeling. So, And uh, the, the, the suffering digestive system-wise, this was when... The mic is too far there. Put it closer. Okay. Yeah. When I started having massive issues with digestive system post party, and I couldn't eat for like a day or two, I just gave up. Because the recovery, like you imagine feeling so drained, but you know you have to eat. But you're sitting there and you're just like, shit. If I Get up and walk, my legs are tired, you know. It's just, it's just, I, I can't live like that anymore. Post party, like, um, especially if you live alone, you know, that's just <laughs> really, really tough. I had a okay, girlfriend like about steroids, it's too much chaos, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, okay, let's get into the
0: a, a, a backstory because I have so many, bro. Yeah, yeah, I have, so you know, I party, uh, let's say I party 36 a time, for I at least have a. Ten party story that are like
1: rather unusual, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know.
0: Okay, so let's let's talk about the the first subject is anavar. What do you think about anavar? What what's his strength? What's his weakness? Where where it should be located in a cycle? How long? How much? How many? What's your
1: vibe? Okay, I'm just gonna start by saying I personally have limited experience with anavar. Because when I started using it, that's when I had started having really bad stomach issues. Uh my digestion. Cannot handle it. Yeah, because my, my oral before that was always D because remember I'm an ectomorph. So yeah. I got, I, a guy like myself, I don't really need Anovar, you know. But but when I used it, the, the effects were very apparent. Like a lower body fat, you know, yeah, I noticed yeah. that my lower lower stomach, which I tend to have a lower puffy stomach, um, really looked better. And people noticed, and they were like, "Wow, you know, your, your stomach tightened up." And I was using what sixty milligrams a day. Yeah. So um, anybody who wants to get in shape, you know, who's especially if you tend to be endomorphic, some people say that these body styles don't exist. I think they're full of shit. <laughs> But um, it's definitely going to help the fat loss process. And it tends to have um, collagen um, synthesizing properties, which people don't always mention. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, have, if you tend to have... I'm not going to make the claim that it's going to heal some rotator cuff injury or some sciatic nerve problem. you know. But if you have a light injury, it can help you know make it feel a bit better while you're using it. And it may not be a permanent um, change. But hey, if you're using something and you're feeling better while you're using yeah. it... They, the gains come much, much easier.
0: doesn't affect uh, liver enzyme damage, ASL, AST, GTT. It's very, it's very soft. Me, I use uh, ANAVAR. Uh, I don't know. Did I went over 100 milligrams? I doubt. I could handle it for many years. Nowadays, if I say I, I took ANAVAR tomorrow, no. But, uh, you know, I did it maybe for. Two three years within the 18 years round i never had a problem with it you know but uh, i find okay, I, no. I find that uh, a testosterone and anabolic with anavar it's like it's almost like the the third compound it's like the for me it's the magical kind of uh, for softer guys you know if the guy wants to be 300 pounds it's not gonna happen with anavar more with d-ball and andro Debo would be my favorite oral anyway because of the happiness and the blood flow and the red blood yep. cells. I tend to have lower blood cells naturally, so to put them up gives me the pump, the, the blood volume I really like. But I'm not a fan of Anavar on a girl unless she's very skinny and she has a very shriveled, weak body framework that kind of creates pops, you know, some... Let's say Bikini, but say Bikini, they would do a, a cycle of 20 days maximum you know, at very low doses, like 5-10 milligrams. But um, I find as a compound to be lean and aesthetic with testosterone and abolic, it's a beautiful triangle.
1: Absolutely. It's the number one choice. But like any aura out there, you know, all these things will make you lose your hair. So to anybody out there, if that matters to them, you know, you have a choice to make. Do you want the hair or do you want the muscle? And eventually the muscle goes away, but the hair doesn't grow back. So that's something you got to think about. I
0: think I think hair is more related to uh, insulin
1: resistance somehow. Oh, I don't know, because I have good insulin resistance and I lost my yeah, hair. but Remember, I had a girlfriend back then who was mega stressful. and my hair started going away during that time but that was also the time when i said fuck it i'm just going to stay on test you know i was on 500 milligrams i was me. you know what this
0: kind of first seriously uh, is like a bromance science to bro science to bromance i find that that kind of air suits you well yeah you know, like, well i think I, don't, I never seen you otherwise so i don't know well you see me when i have my hair you just don't remember I don't remember. No, it's been. I remember something. Anyway. I did too much, too much of everything. I had a good life, and uh, I'm grateful for my help. I did my blood test. My yeah. blood test was fine. Yeah. I mean, not perfect. There was a little bit, a bit of protein in my urine, but it's because I eat too much protein. I'm like, instead of being hungry, I said oh, I'm just gonna chew on protein all the time. It's almost like after being a bodybuilder for like 15 years. To not eat six protein meal a day, which is kind of stupid now because I train three times a week and I train like uh, you know mostly functional stuff and I want mobility and more for my brain awareness, so I still eat too much protein, but I knew it, and my red blood cell was a bit high, but nothing dangerous, and that's about it. but you know I've been five years off I didn't touch anything in five years. I love coaching people for steroids, competing mostly national to pro level. Once they're pro, I, I remain in touch. but I don't really like. it. I kind of like the regional, national level top. Yeah, that has been your forte, isn't um, it? Yeah. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun curve. It's yeah, a very, it's a very fun curve because it's where kind of feel home and uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Something else to say about the Anavar. Well, despite my limited use, uh, not quite. I, I always did appreciate the feedback that you gave me for women, though. That you said a uh, wind straw is a better choice. You said yeah. It's, it's better a better choice women. for women. They yeah. lean out better. You know, because
0: because usually for me, women do maybe two cycle a year, max, maximum, and very short term. You know me. I like I like the kind of a if if a lunar cycle is twenty eight days. I will do 28 days if it's figure bodybuilder, but if it's, you know, like figure or CrossFit or arm wrestling, I'll do like 20, 21 days, you know, but then again, with women is very case by case because if you go too far, you can go backwards. So it has to be very mature, very controlled. It's kind of an everyday kind of, uh, Reflection bias on what, what she feels like, what's going on, and with women, you never fight. You know, if the body says no, put in garbage, fuck that.
1: That's yeah. it, done. You know? So, let's talk about Ah, this stuff, um, man, um, I used that in the inject form, yeah, in my early cycles with uh, test prop, and the effects were very dramatic, very quick, you know um man back then it was four hundred dollars man for that 20 ml bottle uh of upjohn stuff and i remember getting a fake and it gave me zits i never get zits you know from stuff and man it took me forever to, to even talk to that guy again but um that's that's a nice one it's fast acting i never got any joint problems or anything like that and uh They just don't make any – the problem with today's UG Windstraw is that it's so painful. So I think uh, we just don't see it around as much anymore. But it's a nice option. I always mixed it in the same syringe, too, with uh, oil base. I don't even know better. Oh, really? That didn't hurt? hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Speaking of post-injection pain, I never ever get any. Um, I'm not claiming myself. Where's your mic, bro? I lose it. Okay, you you
0: cannot you cannot have it in center of you. Is it better now? Yeah, it's better now, but you cannot have something olded there. Can You hear me good now? No, it's too far. Let me put on top of the
1: book. How about now? Oh yeah, that's good. Okay, thank okay. you.
0: Okay, bro. Hold the call. Mix
1: Yeah. <laughs> nah, no, I never had trouble with uh, mixing it with uh, oil based, and I was taking shots every second day. You know, I was mixing it with prop. On uh, prop yeah, on wow. top? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I was only shooting glutes and shoulders. So I was often getting the same shot done. I didn't even do my own shots back then. Will you believe I was such a chicken shit? back then that i didn't do my first shot until my third or fourth cycle and then uh, my first shot i hit my sciatic nerve (laughs) i oh really oh i actually passed out on my first shot that i had a buddy do for me i passed out that that's how (laughs) that's how nerve-wracking the whole process was for me it was a big decision honestly for me it was a huge thing i was not ashamed but you know like didn't want my parents to know. I really felt bad about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't care at all, man.
0: Me, what I was doing this, let's say I dated a girl, and I was wake up first morning. I was just injecting in front of herself, just to make sure to see if she open mind enough to handle me. And it I was like know. almost like a provocation. It's like you take me the way I am, or fuck off, leave me alone. You know I what? Yeah, I, I didn't, bro. When I was a bodybuilder. Because now I'm a coach and not a bodybuilder. I coach bodybuilder. When I was a bodybuilder, bro, it was it was my life and nothing could stop it. I was willing to give my, my life, my death. I know. I know. I would, not, know. I would, I would not do that today. You would ask me, you want to look like Brent Warren and give your life? I'll say, no, 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 no. I want to be with my wife and home and baby and just see the babies going, do well. I don't want to do any of
1: that, you know? Well what were we talking about before that? Yeah, well but the oh, wind, windstraw. With the windstraw, man. Yeah. Um, I even took it orally at one point. Did you ever try that? Cuz you can take it orally if it, if it if it, Yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
0: me me uh, I was not a big fan of uh, windstraw injectable. I find it a little not painful, but annoying on mobility and stuff and uh, Yeah. It, the love and hate. I'm I'm not a big fan of windstraw because I find it is very hard on cholesterol, and uh,
1: you you kind of look great but feel like shit, kind of thing. For me, it's wow. too harsh. It's too harsh. That's kind of the balance that we trade off. Usually, the better we look, the more we feel like shit, and to to a certain point, you know. The, yeah. The, the best phase is always the rebound phase when you're done dieting. You know, there's that two month period where you look really, really good.
0: I remember one time I had the. I had 50 milligram tab winstrol. Hey, that's stronger. I took that. I had such an headache. I was like, fuck that shit. And like uh, 10 milligram was like, you know, three weeks of a contest. And once I was below 7% body fat, I find that winstrol was better for me because I was such in a healthier body composition that was easier for me. But I think if you're like, let's say, if your posture is good and you're pretty well balanced structurally and you're in mid-20 and you do a cycle of wind stroll oh, you're fine. as a start-off, that's pretty cool. I mean you're yeah. invincible anyway. You can do anything, you know, like I think it's only for me it's 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 a bit like SARMS. SARMS is made for the youthful that don't want to be a monster but they want to have Instagram beach pic that looks sexy. I think it's that kind of
1: compound. It's along the lines, yeah, yeah. So what's your take on esters? We mentioned um, short esters versus long esters.
0: Yeah, but I want to do all the entire oral. I don't know if we can do them all, it's going to take a while. We want to
1: do all the oral, okay. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then we we'll do short Esther and long Esther and anyway, we're just gonna do a little profile just fun like that there's they're super drawl super is next <laughs> and super drawl I love it and I hate it too but I love it in very short term you know let's say use it like 10 days nine days 12 days it's yeah. freaking magic but I mean they're real super not the DMZ pro version that Pro or whatever they're real classic super draw is a masterpiece on the short term. Then you go lethargic and you feel terrible, but it's, it has a 10 to 13, 12 days magic for me.
1: That stuff, I remember the before and after pictures on like bodybuilding.com and all those places back in the day. That stuff literally turned boys into like men. in three weeks, like even back then, it was three weeks yeah. to the max. And, um, and it's true. I mean, it's 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 no bullshit.
0: You need the real stuff. That's that's the thing. That's like it's very hard to get now, especially look, in Canada. So.
1: The problem with that is that a lot of teenagers started like they didn't even know what they were taking. They were taking something from GNC, and what happens is that they did Super and then they do a cycle of tests, and they're like, "Well, what's this shit?" You know, it does because you know, test compared to to Super is not the same thing, although. Mm-hmm. You can't. I I
0: find that very dishonest to have, like, let's say a supplement company and uh, you're under a table and you're all over the place and you you have a mixture of M1T, Superdrawl, and Anadrol together. The guy would say, Hey, I'm taking pro hormone. He's not taking pro hormone, he's taking like hardcore steroids. And they did that for a while back in the day. Yes.
1: They played with people's health, which was not too cool. And let's not forget things like Superdraw and M1T. M1T was originally manufactured by medical companies for some research that they were doing. And the reason why, here's the real kicker, the reason why M1T was not brought to the market was because of its, you know, the the, the issues with it being toxic. So when people take that and they're saying, oh, I'm just taking pro-hormones, it's just it's, it's too bad that you didn't do any type of research into it. You just listened to the guy in the store. You know, you took his advice on that day and um, it's dangerous. And it's just giving people what, it, what it's doing. It's putting somebody like who's never driven a car and saying, here's a Ferrari. Go take it for a ride. Well, usually when you take your first ride, you want to do something that's a bit safer, that you know you're not going to crash, you're not going to have any problems. And that's, you know, a normal car and you drive normally. And the parallel example I'd make with a cycle, you might find this boring, is 500 milligrams of test, you know, for 12 weeks. And um, then from there, well, you get the more fancy shit, you know, just like your first car is not a Ferrari. You know, you get to the Ferrari in time. Yeah. Yeah. But M1T, I didn't use Superdraw. I um, I remember doing M1T. I did that for three weeks, and I was eating before bed, it was six whole eggs and four peanut butter and jam toasts, and I was still yeah. Just a- <laughs> and you, you took it all. <laughs> I I finished that cycle at two fourteen, but super 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 lean. I Remember Everybody going
0: Man. Me, I never got. I never. I I don't. I don't even know if I ever crashed my HPTA. That. I think the only thing that crashed my HPTA in like twenty years was the the man-tier. I never used it. And, was, yeah. was too, I was too old, too heavy, too it was like when I did that. Not that even the HPTA crashed. Everything crashed. My my career was end. I never competed again. It was like that. was, that was it. I I don't regret touching it because maybe I had to collapse through my. Hopper threshold eventually you eat your threshold and that was that was my threshold yeah, yeah. so I would not advise anyone to do MENT I know that's I it exists in our maybe I know it's cream you do injection there's different format but it's pretty rare to like hormones anyway.
1: they had some nice interesting pro-hormones actually speaking of cream at one point it was 4-ED it was like in a capsule you'd open it up <laughs> And it was a cream, you'd apply that. That was right before the band. Right before the band, they were making some really cool shit. I mean, I was using something by Biotest called Androsol, which is 4-ED in spray, and Androsol, which is like, you know, DECA in spray. But the only shitty thing about it is that you had to spray 70 sprays of each twice a day. Wow. And you had to space your showers. I'd like after, you'd spray it after a shower. But that shit right like dude I was going out every weekend and I was holding 210 pounds ripped you know going out after hours every weekend taking speed like that's you can't do that natural yeah but um no. yeah but right
0: now but but, but uh, kids nowadays I you know I I find that maybe the party last the still the bodybuilder scene. I don't oh, listen, last time I went to a party, I didn't take any drugs, so I went, and there is not that many bodybuilder. I mean,
1: no, no, the after scene, the after scene has gone to shits, and the, the younger generation is. Oh, I understand why the younger generation is not interested because the drugs suck. You know, yeah. the second that I around.
0: I like the music. I like dubstep and stuff. I and love the kids music with too. With alcohol and I, you know, I, have a sixteen years old section on dubstep. It's very cool. Man.
1: I was never into dubstep, actually myself, uh, but I still like techno. And uh, we're, we're a bit different on musical taste. But uh, the scene's dying because, like I said, the, the, the products the, the whole scene is fueled by drugs. When the quality of the drugs go to shit, well, you, you can't maintain that type of crazy level of dancing day. They have a good festival in Toronto. Where they make crazy festivals. Festivals have become more popular. The outdoor yeah. festivals. And yeah, I yeah. never, me like I'm way too introverted to ever see myself dancing outside in the fucking day. Come on, I just I know, it's weird man. I don't I like, think I like. I like. I like.
0: I mean, uh, the best place I've been in my world. It was party. It was comfort zone. They reopen it, but it's different now. But in Toronto, it's like it's like a caveman party. It's like it's like it's like hell of fun. It was awesome, bro.
1: Isn't it closed though now? Toronto has no after hours now. They're all closed. I think it's reopened
0: but I think it was just for new year. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't go. I don't yeah. Go. You know, it's
1: getting late for me
0: now so I imagine. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, that's the thing with these parties is like, yeah, just the change like Life brings you the way elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, and also like, you know, kids these days they they I don't think they can dance all night. They're just they're <laughs> don't want to say it, but too weak. Like, seriously. i
0: stopped um, to dance all night. I did it a few times.
1: Yeah, well, that's because oh, we had... Anyway, anyway, bro, let's go uh, back to right, our, okay. our, our topic. Well, so what's the next one? Turinable. That's the only steroid I can use. And this is the one okay. I can talk about the most.
0: I still love it. I love it all my life. I can, it's, uh, you know, if, uh, if I was... Uh, I will use it again, bro. I love it.
1: Actually, I'm I'm using it, pulsing it right now because I can't use it steady dose. I'm using it only on training days. I'm taking 60 milligrams pre-workout with my pre-workout meal and, uh, it makes a big difference it really does it's
0: fun it's fun to train on it it's going to give yeah. that alcohol yeah. energy do you yeah, think cool. there's some kind of down regulation I know that down I I don't believe in down regulation I would say like more drugs you took better it works longer taking the drugs better it works there's kind of uh, the Broderick Chavez ideology that I really complied to it and it's pretty cool but at the same time it's like I just find that Turinabo is the only one I'm wondering is there some kind of a Eventually, it loses its sight. So what I do is if I put turnable cycle, I would put three, four times a year, short time, two, three weeks, within three, four, five compounds. Yeah, I like multi-compound anyway. I'm the multi-pharmacology guy at low dose. A bit like, um, what was the guy? I can't remember. An old guru of our world.
1: Arturo L. Ray. Okay, I never heard him talk about steroids.
0: Yeah, Arturo Ray is an old guy. He had a supplement company too the, back in the days. Anyway, there's no time to look for that. But uh, any alternative, tell me.
1: Yeah. Steroid coach, tell me. Here's what I think about Turnabout. It doesn't, it's not an expert in any domain. Like it's not the best size drug. It's not the best cutting drug, but it does a bit of each. You know, you're going to gain a bit of weight on the scale, your muscles are going to look bigger, fuller, rounder, and you might find you look a bit leaner, you know, all at the same time. And it's easy on your system. So, It's me, easy. It wins.
0: super easy.
1: Yeah, it wins by default. So it's the only one I can use now. So I, I I cycle it and reap the benefits. It gives me about a couple of pounds on the scale. I'm actually close to 230 now. Oh, yeah. What, 40,
0: you're 40, what? You're 40... 43. 43. 45. Yeah. yeah. 40 men. See. don't have a middle life crisis, though. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty settled now. <laughs> um, turnable is fun. So anyone that listen, just fucking eat as much turnable you want. But I would not use over 80. I find over 80 is a bit... Yeah. I don't think 80 to 160 makes a difference. That's what I think. Probably I yeah. kind of like it pre workout. I don't see myself, you know, uh, taking Tarina Ball like five times a day. D ball a few times a day. It's kind of fun. You know, it kind of makes you in a happy mood, uh, etc. cetera, uh, fantasy land. That's pretty cool. But uh, Tarina Ball, to me, it's a pre workout yeah. cocktail.
1: Well, it has a long half life too, so it kind of lasts all day. D ball, yeah. what happens when I miss a dose or whatever, if it's not studying my body, I kind of get skin issues with D ball. I got to be careful with that one. The fluctuation, you know, I can almost feel it like come out of my body when the half life is like clearing <laughs> up. Yeah. I had that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Strange. I mm. oh. But D-Ball was my first, Oral. Actually, my D-ball,
0: first... Uh, bro, D-Ball, bro. Uh, D-Ball is God. There's God, there's love, there's wisdom, there's money, and then there's D-Ball. D-Ball is the God of steroids. Well, I think it's like... A most I early. fucking love it. I'm sure Jay Cutler took his entire life. He was born in it. He swim in it. He was a teenager with it, and he's still taking it now, and he looks fucking awesome.
1: And he's well, like, you know, D-Ball in Arnold's day would... A lot of people don't realize is that uh, someone said that back then there was a cup in the gym of deep ball that everyone just you know took a handful out before training, and they would train. It was that was the steroid culture back then, and there was nothing wrong with it because because they weren't banned yet. You know they didn't have, they hadn't created this big fuss over it. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a great pre-workout. Right,
0: over over that's another one now over eighty. When you're 100 milligram at a D-Ball, that's too
1: much. For me. I've never taken a, uh, me, listen, 40-50 was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's kind of the magical, wow. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 40-50, that's the magical range. Mm. I could up to two, three times a day, you know, maybe with Malvedex. I don't know if there's dermatization quality to it, but I find that with Malvedex, it's kind of even out. Is <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guy, I'm not like you, me, I was, I was, I was a waterlog, so
1: yeah, I, I
0: love water easily, you know, so I have to be kind of, always kind of in a careful uh, mode, but the best steroids I did in my life was Debo Injectable, and yeah. it's pretty, not known, very fashionable, but Debo Injectable is the most, a bit like NPP, it's my favorite, my favorite and the best, and it's not
1: popular. Not popular. I had it at one point, and um, not enough repeats on it, so not just not worth carrying. I said, "Man, I sorry, I gotta use the bathroom real quick. I to be back, okay?"
0: Okay, go run fast. So next up, Jack Proviron. Proviron. I really like Proviron, and there's this kind of free tea, free natural pre-testosterone going on. And there's this kind of um, fluctuation of uh, libido function. There's this kind of uh, uh, sperm count that goes up. There's kind of a cognitive aspect. There's kind of a, I find that Proviron works really well with, with SARMs and pre-workout and, and test suspension and D-ball. I find that that blend, that, that chaotic Fun thing to take and do and live, and it's very soft. It's very soft under your liver. It gives good erection. Gives good vasodilatation dilatation. Somehow, maybe I over fantasize over it. But anyhow, what I'm saying is, Proviron is magical, and Proviron should be in any one cycle that has money. Because if you need an androgen, slow fast ester anabolic, oral, and provirin. It's like, it's like you're four. The fourth position of Proviron is king. I love it. I love, love, love. And uh, even for girls, awesome. 10 milligram provirin, 21 days for girls. I find for girls, like 10 milligram Wintat, 10 milligram provirin, one milligram ermidex at night with LGD. program Boom. One milligram of Yeah, every every
1: every other day. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see. When it comes to women, I don't know much. It's funny. You look well, I see. I
0: you know they, they get with they, that cycle. though, uh, seriously, say it's, it's not a cycle for pussy cat, but uh, it's a hardcore cycle. It's for a, a, a lady that like to play the. The, the not say the transgender game, but she's willing to take the masculine archetype by the horns and let's go. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fizzy transforming. And, uh, with woman, there's no PCT. You just stop and everything. <laughs> yeah. Move it out. So yeah, that would be, but uh, I was talking in Proviron, So I'm asking what's your, what's ah, your yeah. position, bias, uh, feeling, um,
1: Yes, I like Proviron, man. You know what? That's another one. Actually, that's another one that's easy on the system. Yeah, um, Proviron, it does a bit of everything. It's another kind of like a bit like Torinobol, but it doesn't specialize in anything. It's supposed to make your, your free test. You're supposed to, your test, you absorb it better. It increases your free test. Um, it's going to harden you up and the sex drive properties are very interesting. You know, but that's another one, though. If you want to keep your hair, you might not want to have proviron in the stack. You know, but it's a feel good one. It has a nice, yeah. uh, has a nice feel to You're it. They're
0: studying it on the, the condition aspect.
1: Man. Well, honestly, I think the reason why proviron is not sold more it's expense. You know, and when somebody has a stack, the first thing when I talk with people, because you know, you know, money is an issue when it comes to this. Uh, the first thing that's eliminated is sadly Proviron because, well, they can't afford it. Like they're using tests, let's say. Because, that it,
0: because I find that it, it works well in the 180 to 150 kind of range. Maybe 150 is pushing it for two, three weeks for a contest. But I find that 60 gram, milligrams, it's... It's, yeah. it's worked best, and that goes fast, right? Your bottles kind yeah, yeah, <laughs> of...
1: No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Compared to like it's the same company.
0: For money. It's for money. Someone, someone that has money, do testosterone, slow ester, fast ester, and, and anabolic, I like EQ, and then primobolin, and then Proviron, and then Chernobyl, D-ball, one or the other pre-workout. And that would be a five, kind of a flower type, Nuclear steroid cycle for about six to eight nine weeks. Okay. I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that sounds solid. I've yeah. always been a maximum three product guy because I don't need more. I don't. I don't compete, you know. But obviously, if I were to compete, it'd be more.
0: Much no, more. no, me. I like the me. My threshold. Le. I know I'm gonna sound a bit crazy now, but it's about between ten and fourteen products. Yeah.
1: Okay, I... I
0: no, no, so, uh, Lentus, and humulog. Umula, I'm talking for a 300-pound guy, right? The three type of slim, then growth hormone, then maybe peptide uh, once a week, like uh, just for natural GH, whatever, and then one or two androgen, one or two anabolic, one or two oral, and then... Mm-hmm. I would not say SARS, but maybe peptide or whatever, maybe Clan, maybe tea tree. There's a lot of maybe, but it, they go in and out very fast and it's dilate like that, blah, blah, blah. But the guy needs money. To do a cycle like that, you have to be, if you cannot afford 10 units per a day on a cycle, then forget it. Then then forget that type of cycle. But let's say if you don't have money, then I stick to two, three, four companies
1: yeah, they can still do very well on that. You know, you do very well. Well, wow. that's yeah. just
0: because the thing is, let's say, let's say you have insulin, GH, anabolic, androgenic, oral, anti-estrogen, and peptide, and then you add YK11 for follicle count and spread a bit of performance at the gym. How much this tent drugs would make that much difference? It's very, it's very minimal, but minimal for. Uh, uh, top three supernatural or heavyweight whatever then that could matter so, you know, if that, yeah if not
1: allow it you know no yeah at that level
0: yeah you don't you don't I, I don't think you'll do like you know one day you're you're completely like taking anything and the day after you take 12 things at the same time. <laughs> That's too much of a stress. It's more like you start at three, four, then yeah. five, then you increase it slowly, and then you kind of you know?
1: yeah. Although I would, uh, although you you would tell that to a kid today, and he'd probably yeah, it's a good idea. I'll start that. You know, they wouldn't see oh. the wrong in that; <laughs> they would go for it. Uh, so, what's the next oral?
0: The next one is the last one. The, um, because other or more like exotic type there's there's anadrol and there's a so um, let's say anadrol anadrol is something very to me it's a it's an unusual drug it's kind of a it's kind of a one guy will be 300 pounds and look awesome and the other guy will puke his meal and will feel like shit. so it's very individual based I cannot handle it. I never handle it. I will take five milligram androl. I will puke and I, I will feel off. So, if your stomach is invincible, it's probably the best drug on earth. But if your stomach is say no, then it's the most awful one. It's kind of a it's kind of a, a black and white kind of thing to me. You know, my bias.
1: Oh, I started. I used that a lot way ways back in the liquid form. And I would wake up mid-sleep thinking I had the projectile vomit, man. And I was sure I was going to puke on the wall. <laughs> I would wake up and like, bang, it would stop at the last second all the time. But uh, oh, that's man. what it does to me, man. That the, the acidic reflux from it and the lack of appetite. It just, but just you see,
0: man, the often alien. like uh, you know, like Iranian and Iraqi, and all those Middle Eastern guy. They can eat anadrol like 150 a day, no problem, the stomach's like rock hard, there's no problem. But say maybe they don't do pre-workout, maybe they never party, maybe there's a reason why they're so like invincible, but I don't know. mean I think anyone should try anadrol, see if it works, because 10-15% don't actually answer to it, even if it's pharma grade anadrol, there's no difference i find that people that have some people never aromatize even if they take 2 grams 2 gram of tests a week will never aromatize they not answer well to anadrol but that's just a this just that's speculation of exploration ex- site i've seen often in life but um, Everyone should try it, and if it works, good for you. And if it doesn't, then just forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, there's not that much science behind that, but I'm telling you, oh. you forget that's the science. I mean. Just do it and see what happens. Then you let us know. But That's what it comes Let's down to.
1: just say, hey, bro, I try anadrol,
0: and I feel awesome.
1: Well, anadrol is nice because it has a long half-life, you know? Yeah. versus D-ball. Which, oh, your uh,
0: body can handle it, it's a, a magnificent drug, bro. Especially well, if you're suspension, GH, insulin, anadrol, and your high-carb, and your body takes both anadrol and high, low-glycemic carbs with kind of a, you know, a, I don't know the label name, but kind of a Chad Michael type of diet, eat a lot, and, you know, for those guys... That would be the Anadrol scenario. But
1: it's not everyone, bro. It's not Chad everyone. Nichols, have you seen the, the, the stories on him recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're, they're pulling him in and uh, actually that, that's random. I didn't
0: like what uh, Sean Ray says about him. I, I, prefer the, I prefer the Chad Nichols. I met Sean Ray in person. He was very nice to me, very clever, very charismatic, beautiful man. Chad Nichols, I never met. I find him a bit intimidating and scary. Strangely, but he looks very friendly, very honest. But the, the, the war in between them, I prefer the Chad Nichols. It, it sounds more like, you know, in the heart, like kind of that kind of
1: honesty. Well, people uh, don't need to remember something. Like, he's coached some of the most impressive people ever.
0: No, he's working with Rami this week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they don't think I there's... think Rami could win, bro. He could win, he's, he's, he's loved, he's, he's well-liked, he learned English, uh, he's big, uh, you know, he's, he's probably, I don't know, I've, I was never a big fan of like crazy monster like that, but he was pretty well balanced for like 300 pounds.
1: Know? Oh, he seems to have pulled it together. That's yeah. It. Uh, we'll see what it brings. Obviously, he got in. I win. wish him
0: a win, bro. Where he deserved it. So the last one is Ilo <laughs> and this is this is this is like for me Ilo testain. You know that would be sound very logic It's like taking your muscle, <laughs> you plug it in the electric wall. It's exactly how it feels like. It's like <sighs> And you get hard, and you have this electricity is crossing your body. Your fascia get tense. there's a like kind of a nervous system crank up, hyper, very like uh, nuclear like, and uh, it's awesome. But it's it could make you stress. But if you find the right tuning of hardness and low. I can see that low cortisol-ish kind of uh, not not being being calm on allotestine, If you can not do it,
1: you're a professional bodybuilder. Well, that's where we I come in, you know. That's why you know having a smoke is going to calm my nervous system down. I think you know? that the the smoke
0: thing with with old water and stuff. I have nothing against it. It could play on mood and behavior and memory and stuff, but.
1: Oh, memory! Definitely, I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah, deny yeah. that.
0: Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I find that you know if someone smoke and I coach him, I will make him stop about two weeks out because. Oh, something you don't understand here. Yeah, <laughs> if the guy is a hardcore user and he you can't stop. But nasty flutter, bro. No, 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 the, that, the thing. The thing is. The thing is, it could destroy a bodybuilder' life because he will never get ripped. He will never get the crispiness, 4% body fat with creation, smoking weed. Impossible.
1: Is it the, the estrogen claim? Is that it? The estrogen egg? Claim? Nah,
0: I don't know what it is. I, I could technically blame from a brologic perspective as estrogen, but, you know, look, Victor Martinez kind of smoke he almost looked like and, and you see a uh, Rolly Winkler you know smoke it's crazy physique unbelievable but never crisp and stuff I think it makes you eat man that's all it does that's what you have to starve somehow to be 4% body fat I
1: don't get hungry anymore when I smoke <laughs>
0: No, no, that, that, that's kind of a shorter, you know, if someone smoked for 10 years, but you won't get a Mr. Olympia that smoke. I don't think so.
1: Probably because they're, they're, they're just focused on that. Like it, it, drug use, you know, at the elite level and training is not an optimal combination like that. Let's not make that claim. So why would they use any drugs? And you know, when you think about it, other than body <laughs>
0: bodybuilding yeah. drugs.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I just think that for sleep, though. If you take a guy like myself, and you say, okay, you're not going to smoke the last two weeks, I'm not going to sleep. So how is that going to help the prep? I'm going to come in even worse. Yeah, but
0: me, I will not coach a guy that smoke all the time for a contest. I'll say, yeah. uh, try with someone else, bro, because... Yes. I I know it's not true. I had one athlete that smoked a bit, but it was very tiny, very minimal. And I didn't feel it was stone. I just feel that it was kind of a, it was almost like a ritual to kind of just relax and and go to bed. It was like, and, 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 and I don't think he was smoking during the day. It was just like maybe a tiny bit before sleeping and that's all. And that, I think that's okay.
1: Well, this is why I switched to train during the day now, because I don't want to smoke before I train. And when I train after breakfast, well, by the time I get back from the gym, you know, it's been hours and hours and hours. You're not at home tempted to smoke. And having a smoke post-training is, I don't see the wrong in that. I take a nap, you know. Then I get up and I have my post-workout meal. So, in in that context, I do think it's productive and it helps before bed is good. Anything in between that though can be seen as excess. Though I understand that's what I do. (laughs) But uh, hey, compared to before, I would say this is like an HRT uh, for for an extra use person when you think about it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, save save those. Now you see my dad. My dad smoke. His entire life from let's say 15 and he's like 65 now, yeah. 64. And he was high his entire life, man. And uh, he's still alive, he's still healthy. I mean, he, he has lost a few teeth in his mouth, but beside that, his girlfriend is younger than me. He just had a kid, uh, I don't know, like he had a kid at 54. 54? So. Yeah, he had a kid at 54. Yeah. And uh, you you know, he function on it, so him he's okay, but if he's tough, he's terrible. You cannot you know, it's like if he if he's not high, let's say I don't think it's an extreme high, but if he's not high, my dad is like you want him kind of buzz because he's more clever and fun. If he's not buzz
1: he's unbearable.
0: It's
1: say but it's true. Here's what I noticed in my case. I'm like a time clock. When I've been up, I never smoke. When I get up, I don't know how people do that and function. It's called wake and bake. That's that's a custom for big smokers. Um, but if it's if I've been up for five or six hours and I haven't smoked yet, that's when I feel it. You know, I, I get uh, I get antsy. Uh, yeah, so from there, it's not good. I even get the sweats. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, and some people say it's not physically possible. But hey. Put yourself in my shoes, and you know, been smoking every day since for twenty years. So it's uh, not something you can quit easily. And no, uh, no, no, no. And when I go like uh, somewhere on vacation, if there's if, if I can't smoke, like the the night sweats that I get in bed, it's disgusting, man. I sweat the sheets up, you know. No. So, yeah
0: okay brother me uh, i'm getting tired i don't know if it's been two hours but uh, it was fun man it was fun thank
1: you yeah we covered the orals we covered yeah, the
0: orals. yeah we, we covered the uh, and we'll come back with more steroids uh, we'll talk about all the ancillaries and, <laughs> i'm sorry the um all the androgen and anabolic and everything ne- next time bro next time you come uh, when I was gonna be you know, in a week or two I have no clue but uh, I'll figure it out we'll figure out our agenda and then we'll come and do a, a two years uh, another two years but a two hours rent on uh, <laughs> uh, with both present past future we didn't touch the future yet but it, it's coming it's gonna come yeah
1: yes the future does uh, hold interesting things I hope they uh, but it's all in arms though they're not making new anabolics anymore there's no oh,
0: coming, man. They will do that There's a lot of chemist drugs They will do nonester. They will do. The, You'll get like. This will be the ending of the day. You'll get non steroids with very long half life, like sixty days something, without any side effect. This is what I believe. The total. So. Yeah. <laughs> Will be dead, but uh, the younger, the future generation will enjoy it. Well,
1: on this, my friend, thank you. All right, buddy. to say before we're ending? Well, thanks, guys, for stopping by, and uh, and thanks to our sponsor. What is it again? It's, uh, well, it's ca We actually uh, have a... man hey. yeah, cool, yeah, man. Good. Thank you, brother. Okay, talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye.